profit is not cash. Conscious saying, I'm going to launch a Facebook ad today. Everyone can only handle racing. I feel like we need to stop putting ourselves in restrictions. What do you actually want out of your business? You're listening to Forest FM, the salon business show with your host, Zoe Galilla Springer. For your industry, by your industry. Pride looks, means, and feels different for everyone. For some, it might mean being out, being proud to say and show it. For others, it can mean listening to and learning from LGBTQIA folks, acknowledging the queer people who fought for the rights we have today, or for folks who aren't out, are questioning and exploring, or aren't able to be out, it can mean and bring hope for a more authentic and or aligned future. There's no right or wrong answer. Personally, I'm still trying to figure it out. If I'm being honest, I've long struggled to even feel seen and accepted within the LGBTQIA community. And it's only now that I've embraced my trans and non-binary identity that I feel a true sense of pride kicking in. That's my story. Everyone has theirs. And that shapes different answers to the same one question. What does pride mean to you? When I think of our own core values of empowerment, you know, that's what I'm really drawn to is like, it is the love and support of who a person genuinely is so that they are empowered to be who they genuinely are and unapologetically and most authentically. And yeah, and we just want to love and support that in everyone. I feel like pride to me means like total self-love and to be fearlessly queer, like whatever that looks like for you. And like, that's just own you. I feel like that there's so much pride in just being yourself. So flaunt it, be unapologetic, scream it. And if you make someone uncomfortable, good. They needed that. You know, that's what pride means to me. There is vulnerability in sharing our stories and experiences, strength in owning our identities, and power in creating communities and work environments that feel safe. When I heard about what Tailored Salon was all about, seeing them walk the talk, it was a no-brainer. We had to invite them onto the Forest FM podcast. I didn't go into this industry thinking like that was going to be a, a problem because, you know, they preach about inclusivity And then I was getting told by multiple owners and managements when I was trying to shadow that I didn't fit their mold and they weren't, I was a risk. You know, sometimes being trans, you understand the unwritten rules. You just show up 10% better than the last person that walked in. We really believe that it is a matter of walking our talk and not just, you know, putting up this beautiful presentation of these are our core values, but we do really have to live them out. The stigma, you know, before I worked at Taylor was, oh, like, you have to look a certain way and act a certain way or they're going to look at you different. You know what I mean? They're going to treat you different. They're going to have judgments on you. Like, maybe you don't fit in here as a client, you know? We have to go out of our way to help people feel warm and welcomed, whoever they are and however they're going to show up. And in the service industry, we have a responsibility to do that more than anyone, I think. Laura Graven has been the owner of Tailored Salon since 2015 and a stylist since 2005. She began her leadership journey by training professionals in both technical and business skills while working behind the chair. Over the years, she's grown a successful salon culture by pouring her energy into developing the team, helping them discover the work they most love, while making a great paycheck and nurturing the life they want outside of work. 
Laura is also a coach with Cunity Education and works with salon leaders to discover and execute what matters most to them. She has a disciplined yet engaging approach to leadership and believes simplicity is not easy, but is key to bringing big ideas to life. She knows that success really happens when there's community fostered. She believes that what makes us all different is actually the magic that makes the beauty industry so special and so important for the communities that we serve. Brady Dam is a young trans trailblazer working to open doors and help her community feel seen and heard. As a woman of trans experience working behind the salon chair, she's passionate about serving and caring for others, especially the LGBTQ plus community. Brady is most passionate about helping individuals tell their own story through their transition and their journey. She believes her life's purpose is to normalize being transgender, and she's not afraid of having hard conversations, does it with grace, vulnerability, and transparency. She knows everyone has a story to share and believes that when sharing happens, barriers break down and confidence can grow. Laura Brady, thank you so much for joining me on Forest FM. It's such a pleasure to have you on. I've been so excited to have this conversation with you. And uh, yeah, I guess like, how are you guys doing? Great. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. Of course. Um, I mean, we we were planning the episode and I was just like, oh my God, I have so many questions. How am I going to distill it down to like a 45 minute conversation and this is going to be hard, but you know what? I think, I think we're up for the challenge. Um, and I think that this is like a conversation that needs to be, um, out there in the world. Um, so I guess we can just like get stuck in if you're happy to do so. Yeah. I'm dive down. in. All right. So I guess my first question is maybe a bit more for you, Laura, to kind of put things into context. Um, I think that a lot of things um, that we do within businesses go back to our values. So in in the context of uh, Tailored Salon, what are the core values and and then also the context of making the space safer for the LGBTQIA plus community? How do you and your staff make a conscious effort to live by those values? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think um, some of the best advice that I did get as a young salon owner was to really establish what our core values were straight out of the gate. And we did that really early on with the team that we had at that time. And I'm so grateful that we took the time to do that because it has been the lens that we constantly look through Mm -hmm. in our business and how we make every single decision that we make. And so for us, We've been really fortunate because our core values aren't just something that, you know, we say we're about. I do genuinely believe that it's something that we live out every day in the way that we lead our team and the way that we serve our guests. Um, And we regularly ask our team, you know, how is this showing up for us in this last season of our business? What does this what does this look like in our business? And so for us, our core values are leadership, integrity, empowerment and growth. And we have held really tightly to those um, since our start. And we really believe that it is a matter of walking our talk and not just, you know, putting up this beautiful presentation of these are our core values, but we do really have to live them out. And, you know, for us that they they have to show up, the guest has to feel them Mm -hmm. and our team has to experience them. And so those check-ins are really important to say, what does that look like today for us? And um, for us, that has absolutely meant creating a safe space for everyone that is fully inclusive yeah. because everyone should feel empowered to be who they are. 
100%. Yeah. Brady, you joined Tailored Salon in early 2020 as a hair designer. Um, how do you, like, what's your perspective on the core values of Tailored Salon? Like, how do you feel like concretely those show up in the day to day? They show up all the time. We have regular touchdowns and I feel like we're always going back to what does that look like and how can that help us grow? I feel like, you know, with Taylor, like we have such good examples in Laura and Ashley and they live their life by that. They preach it and it's consistently always showing up. And I feel like as an employee to a company like that, it makes you want to show up 10 times more for that. Even when you fall on your face, it's good to go back to those and have grace with one another. And it's just a good good ground to start on. Right. Can you share maybe a bit more about your personal experience, like maybe going, like as a client, going to salons, but also um, working in high-end salons and what makes you feel safe and what you find challenging? I guess like, yeah, a bit, a bit more about like where you're coming from and your experience within all that. Yeah. So when I was entering beauty school, I was already a regular client to another establishment like in downtown. And I thought that was like where I was going to go. I was like, you know, I was, you know, queer then, like I was still queer now in the midst of my beginning of my transition. Like what is going to stop me from getting a job there? You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I didn't go into this industry thinking like that was going to be a problem because, you know, they preach about inclusivity And then I was getting told by multiple owners and managements when I was trying to shadow that I didn't fit their mold and they weren't, I was a risk, you know, so it humbled me. (laughs) I like. Wait, did some people actually say that directly to you? Yes. I wasn't even considered for shadows at some points, you know. Whoa. So, I'm so sorry you had that experience. Yeah, that's it was, horrible. You know, I just had, knew what I wanted and I wasn't going to let no stop me. Yeah. <laughs> like, but Thank God. it just redirected even more like what I, what are the values of this company that I'm working for? Like, I almost felt like I was going in. Now I'm quizzing you. This has nothing to do with me, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I, after a long time of searching what I wanted, I stumbled across Tailored and called them and you know showed up like blindly confident and you know it just worked out I don't and let me tell you Brady showed up yeah (laughs) I'd love to hear more about that like I'd love to hear like both of you like your first impressions of each other the salon and like I'd love to hear about that I want to hear Laura's (laughs) (laughs) Brady reached out and wanted to come in shadow. And we're always excited when when students are taking initiatives to come out and explore salons. You know, we I go into beauty schools and tell them all the time, we, you are com- not comparing apples to apples. None of us are the same. None of our salon spaces are the same. And you have to be willing to come out and feel it. You have mm. to feel it. And so when we had Brady reaching out to come in shadow, of course, we were thrilled and, you know, welcomed her. And oftentimes when students come to shadow, they're nervous, they're uncomfortable. They don't know what to do with their hands. They don't know where to stand. <laughs> they don't know what to say. They don't know how to introduce themselves. Right. They're so, but not Brady. Brady, <laughs> Brady came in like she owned the place in the most in the most, you know, inspiring and confident way. Right. You know, Brady showed up unapologetically and she was turning over the laundry. She was tearing foils. She was sweeping hair. She was doing all the things that an assistant would do. We never asked her to do any of those things. 
And oftentimes, you know, shadows don't, they don't last that long. They get really anxious and just want it to be over. And Brady, you know, she literally stayed a whole shift and Mm -hmm. just showed up fully present in, in such a way that was so inspiring to us as leaders, because it was, because we didn't know Brady at all, Mm -hmm. but we knew enough to know that her journey is never just easy. It's not just, it's, it's not as easy as mine probably was. And so for her to show up in that way, fully present and fully herself was, it was really inspiring to me. And it really helped us already know, like, this is one that we're interested in. This is someone who is passionate and Mm -hmm. knows who she is and what she wants. And that went a really long way. How does it feel to, to hear that from Laura? You know, it feels good. I felt like I was like embarrassing myself and like <laughs> in the shadow, like I'm like, oh my God, they're like, who is, who does she think she is? You know, but I just knew that, I, you know, you know, sometimes being trans, you know, understand the unwritten rule is you just show up 10% better than the last person that walked in and you have a lot more to prove. So I just knew that what was going to make me different and worth the risk and so I just did it I I was like just aligned you know like inspired action drove me through that for sure right and what were your first impressions of like the salon the team just the environment (laughs) I was like are they ready for me (laughs) (laughs) I was you know like I, there wasn't anyone like me, mm-hmm. you know, so, but I was like, you know, that I'm cool with that. If you're cool with that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So <laughs> I feel like it just aligned. It just was, it just felt right when I walked in the doors. So I feel like mm-hmm. that helped motivate me 100%. And they actually had a conversation and listened to me and talked to me, which was more respect than a lot of other ones at a similar level, you know, offered me. Mm-hmm. So that just showed even more like, you know, they actually respect me enough to have a conversation. Like that went, you know, over the moon for me. Right. What sealed the deal? For Brady or for me? Oh, both, both. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's, it's so great to hear Brady's response that, you know, that she just knew, right. That, that it just, Mm. it felt Mm. right. I think for us, it, it was one of those things where, you know, Brady showed up so fully who she was that it was a no-brainer for us. I don't, you know, she says, are they ready for us? And like, we weren't. We had no idea. We had no idea. But it was like, <laughs> Brady is every, Brady embodies everything that Tailored is. And so you're right, Brady. Like, there wasn't anyone like you at Tailored at that time. But we really believe that Tailored is truly an inclusive place for everyone. And so this was really mm-hmm. a time where we were pushed to a point of saying, we're going to live this. Like, yeah. We believe that this is a safe and inclusive place. Then, of course, we're hiring Brady because she belongs here. She yeah. is one of us and she belongs part of this team. Yeah. So that brings me on, actually. That's a perfect segue um, without you knowing. Um, but you you were saying like <laughs> that, you know, you truly believe that Tailored is an inclusive space. And when we were talking um, about this episode initially, you know, prepping and trying to figure out, okay, what, what, like, what are the angles that we want to make sure that we hit and, and all that, like you were saying that it's only recently mm. that you felt like you felt or understood the need to explicitly state that truth. Can you tell me more about what made you realize that? Yeah, so we um, were coming out of our COVID closure and we had done... Um, 
a staff survey with our team and we had a kind of a re-onboarding to reopen the space and spent a, a big day together in preparation for that. And um, we had asked in the survey and, and around the room, we had asked our team um, what was most important to them about Tailored and what they most loved. Mm-hmm. And um, multiple team members um, had shared that I'm going to get emotional. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Me too. No, it's okay. Take your time. Multiple team members had shared that Tailored was the first work environment that they had felt safe in. And these were members of, um, of the queer community that we loved and we cared for very much. And to hear that from them in, in such a vulnerable time in our business, to hear mm-hmm. that from their mouths, that this was one of the first times that they felt safe in a work environment was mind-blowing to me. I had never in my life felt unsafe in a work environment. And we didn't know as leaders what that felt like. And so this was a moment for Tailored when we recognized that what we thought was, of course, an inclusive and safe space for everyone, we needed to share that and say that louder and make mm-hmm. sure that people knew and understood that we are we don't just say that we're inclusive, but we are inclusive. And so that was really the awareness for us as leaders that made us realize that we have to tell we have to tell that part of our story as a brand that we are yeah. genuinely safe and you are welcome here. And that, right. yeah, that was a big, a big turning point for us. Brady, I'm, I'm curious to, to hear about like on that same kind of topic, same line of thought, like when, when we talk about like safe spaces and safe businesses to either work in or go to, to receive a treatment or service or anything like that, what are some of like the, the barriers that you can come to face either like on the day, like as you're walking in or even just like before that, you know, looking through Google reviews or anything like that, you know, like trying to find where you're going to go to, like, what are in your experience anyways, some of the challenges that, that you've come across, I guess. Well, especially when I'm talking on a topic like that, I always like to express, you know, I'm a woman of trans experience with privilege and I'm aware of that. Like whether that's like my family support, like whatever that looks like, like I just have a, I just blindly walk in, you know, where I know a lot of people Mm -hmm. in my community, you know, that is something that is so crippling and I don't take lightly and I take it as a responsibility, you know? So walking in, you know, getting misgendered, like that is so daunting. Like the fear of that alone is debilitating for a lot, you know, like it's when you walk into a salon, you, the stigma, you know, before I worked at Taylor was, oh, like you have to look a certain way and act a certain way, or they're going to look at you different. You know what I mean? They're going right. to treat you different. They're going to, they're going to pr- have judgments on you. Like maybe you don't fit in here as a client, you know, and then the judgment of not feeling heard and understood in a consultation as, you know, I got to learn a little bit the the other side of it, you know, giving these consultations versus actually being a client, you know, but like to not feel heard and understood, like dysphoria is like, you know, she's not fun. (laughs) It's not a fun experience to have. And so to go somewhere where you're supposed to help these things and not feel heard by your technician is mind boggling to me, like, cause that's their job, you know? And Mm -hmm just, you know, the lack of that awareness because we're queer and we're not a certain kind of queer, which is cis, white, 
you know, in normal, you know, well, normal, like whatever that means, you know, but like, it's like queerness looks so different. And each technician, if you're having someone in your chair, should be treating it as like whatever, like they're saying is what you should be doing. You know, yeah, one hundred percent, and that doesn't happen, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I guess so. like in that sense, creating gender affirming safe spaces and offering services that align with that is something that you hold very close to heart. Um, when you join Tailored, and we're going to talk about this shortly, but you have now that trans experience service offering. Did you always have that in mind from the moment that you joined Tailored? Is that something that like came through? I guess later from discussions or anything like that. I definitely didn't go in with something like so particular in mind. I knew I was wanted to set myself apart. I knew I had a responsibility. You know, I finally got into the door. Okay. So now I want to set a spot at the table. Okay. You know, and I wanted that for my community too. Yeah. So I think it took, you know, hearing, I wanted to make sure that it was a safe space first, mm-hmm. you know, so I think it took like a year before I even brought it up in a touchdown or like a discussion like I'm thinking like I want to you know try something out you know and it was important to me because the trans experience is more of like a blanket term I feel like there's a specific makeup feminization package for those who desire that but really it's just to say like Taylor like every appointment in our books is gender affirming and it is safe and it doesn't matter who it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it just happens that I'm trans and I'm here to help and it's a great guidance, you know, maybe just to, like you said, get your foot in the door, you yeah. know, with me and then maybe you can branch out or just, you know, just to know that we're safe, literally here. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I think that takes time. You know, I think it's like people can say like, yes, you're safe. But until like you you see that you're safe and feel that you're safe and that like loop happens over and over and over again. Yeah. And you're like, OK, this is like a the baseline. This is what I can typically expect. And therefore, I feel comfortable like doing these things now. Mm-hmm. Like what is the trans experience essentially at Tailored? Yeah, so the trans experience is, like I said, all about gender affirming services. So we offer a makeup feminization package, which allows you to like either book a whole list of makeup services, or you can break them down into individual depending on what you desire. There's the eyeshadow 101 where, you know, I teach it like a makeup class. Like, that's how I go into it as. I feel like you have a consultation. We kind of discuss our journeys and really bond that way and kind of see where you want. Because sometimes a feminine look isn't desirable for, you know, a certain person. And that's okay. You know what I mean? But it also, Mm -hmm. here are my tips and tricks of what I've learned on the way because... I think about little me, I just like looked up YouTube tutorials for hours and hours and hours. And to have that, you know, be something tangible that you can go to was like such a big deal for me. So I like Mm -hmm. teach, I teach color correcting, face sculpting, like all of that stuff. And just like how to feminize your face if that's what you want you know or if you just want to learn how to color match I'm there for you too you know what I mean like (laughs) you want to learn how to put on eyelashes I got you you know what I mean it's like one of those things and so that's basically the specific one like under the trans experience but then I also wanted everything to encompass you know that transparency you know Mm -hmm. and I feel like my clients that I do have that are trans are just my cut and color clients, you know, right? like that, you know, so I have a lot of special bond there too. 
I love that. And it's 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 mind-blowing to me that like you were saying you learned all of those techniques watching hours and hours of YouTube videos. Like that just goes to show how, you know, like we need more of that like even in schools, you know? Like it goes mm-hmm. it goes like so deep. Yeah. Um how did you approach I guess the leadership team uh with the idea? Like did you come up with the idea? Was it like a collaborative thing? Um and yeah, how did it come to life, I guess? I definitely think the dialogue kind of started. I just said I wanted to serve my trans community. And like, then we kind of toggle back and forth. And what does that look like? What is, you know, are there specific services that we need to create? Like, what's the name? And I think, you know, we all kind of tag teamed a little bit. And I don't know if I was exactly the one that was like the trans experience. Cause I always feel like my Instagram is Brady's Beauty. So I just think of the Brady's Beauty experience. I like felt like it was very, very like parallel, <laughs> you know? Right. And I just, you know, the biggest difference is that my bosses were open to it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They they said, great, like run with it. What does that look like? You know, and I feel like then we presented it and then it was like, duh. <laughs> and like in simple, in simple terms, like duh, like, you know, yeah. but how does, yeah. how do you feel about that, Lord? Yeah. I mean, when Brady came to us, you know, by this point we had really embraced Brady. Brady had really embraced Tailored and it was such a no brainer for us. You know, we wanted to support her passion and her vision that she saw for this. And, you know, when it came to language and, you know, marketing materials, things of that nature, of course we deferred to her um, on, you know, what, what was appropriate, what's the right way to say that. I say right, very, you know, not that there's always a right and wrong way, but I'm not a trans woman. I want to make sure that, you know, this entire community feels loved and cared for in a way that feels appropriate for them. And so, you know, yeah, we just wanted her to run with it. Um, We spent a lot of time so that we could kind of roll out this packaging of it really well. This was never a business decision for Tailored. Mm -hmm. This was a culture decision that aligned Mm -hmm. to who we were. And I think you know, we wanted Brady to take the lead on this and run with it because she was passionate about it. And that's, you know, how it went. But we wanted to support her so that it could go well, you know, so that so that she could kind of make sure that, um, I mean, we did. We had a whole marketing campaign around it. Um, we didn't want this to feel like, oh, it's Pride Month and this is, you know, we're just capitalizing on this because we're a business and this is, you know, like, no, this is really who we are. And, um, it's not just something that, you know, we put rainbows up on our website and, you know, call it a day like that's not, (laughs) we didn't want it to be that so much. Um, so we just wanted to treat it with care and, and do it well. And lovingly. <laughs> and to piggyback off of that, I think like also being a year into it now to say like, oh, we're still doing this. Like, hi. Like it didn't, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't just go away. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a year yeah. later and we're still setting, that's the new standard in my brain now. Like you don't have like yeah. this, like, you know, you need to step up, you know, that's how I feel. I think more and more, we are definitely seeing the industry as a whole work towards, um, you know, taking gender away from our services, right? A haircut is just a haircut. Um, and it really, yeah. really can be that way. But for us, this was kind of taking that to the next level. Because again, as I said, I didn't know that we needed to explicitly tell people, 
that you're safe to come here and that we are inclusive. And so this was really a way that we could kind of walk that talk and say, you know, this is available for you. This is available for this community to come and feel safe and feel heard and figure out and learn how to recreate their beauty look outside of the salon too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. 100%. So at the moment, is that service offering mostly driven by yourself, Brady? Like, are you like the, the one person in tailored to offer that? Or is that something that you're looking maybe to expand a little bit or like have some other colleagues join in and help you out? Or how does that work? I feel really confident in our team because they do have so much love for me that they'll be able to serve any guests very well and assess their needs. And I'm always here if they want to piggyback off of some things and they have questions. Like our Taylor Carl show is very open to having those hard, uncomfortable conversations Mm -hmm. and growing from them. So I feel confident that any of us can serve us really well because we come from a place of compassion and love for one another and for each other's differences. So that's what's really great about Taylor. It's like, yes, we all can do this and we do it well. Yeah. Well, it does, it does show like in even just the way that you speak about the team, like it does like the, the compassion and the love and the care definitely comes across even just between the, the dynamic between you two, <laughs> I must say. It's a special team. Yeah. Um, so like in terms of then the clientele reaction, like you're saying you, you launched a marketing campaign to, you know, put this out there and talk about it and make it more known. How has your existing clientele responded to the announcement when it was like initially launched? Um, what's it like today? And I guess if you have any like heartwarming stories, please feel free to share. I would love to hear some of those. Who wants to go first? I go think ahead. <laughs> One of the biggest things that I take away when I started was I obviously, you know, I have a handful of trans trans clientele that come in that I feel very bonded to. And there's one in particular who is like, like her senior year in high school, she's transitioned, you know what I mean? And she, yeah. her mom found this out on our website like right when we did it was just like super aligned and she came like a few color appointments in, and then one time I'm grabbing her and her mom like pulls me aside like away from her daughter and I was like oh god like (laughs) I do something wrong like you know but and she was like super tearful and I was like is everything okay and she's like I just want you to know like how amazing it is and how I feel so honored to come here and bring my daughter here because she has someone to look up to that is someone like her going through similar things and is successful in our community and doing like you know normal normal things for lack of a better word and you know is out here being visible and like living my life and it's you know a lot of us you know have to do unfortunate things to get money and that it was a great example for her daughter to know like oh I should just go to school and try it because like if she can do it I can do it you know what I mean and yeah that's something I didn't have so that was like really emotional you know that it's representation you know Mm -hmm. big or small Mm -hmm. like whatever that means it meant something to that one person that feels me to you know be loud and proud you know it's scary to listen you know to my transness so publicly but Mm -hmm you know, there's power in that. So that was a good, that's one of my favorite stories. I love it. It's a good one. Do you have any other stories, Laura, that you want to share? It's, 
I mean, it's been interesting. You know, I think the biggest question that we get the most frequently, just from curious people, is is that question is how has this been received? You know, have you had pushback? Has this was this a difficult business decision? And, you know, for us, as I said earlier, it wasn't difficult. This was a no-brainer. This was not a business decision. This was about inclusivity. Mm-hmm. And this was about caring well for for every guest that walks in our door. And so I think what's been interesting is the response from our community. Anyone who loves and cares for the LGBTQ community has been appreciative that mm-hmm. that this offering exists, even if they don't need to take advantage of this particular offering, you know. Yeah. Um, it's something that is important to them. And I, um, one of my kiddos has a student in his class Um you know, 12 years old, starting to go into this journey of exploring and trying to better understand who he is. And his mom reached out to me when we had first launched this and just said, you know, I can't even find a dentist for my kid. Mm-hmm. And that that I feel safe in and that I feel like is going to accept my child for who they are. And so to know that businesses and industries are are creating these type of services and Mm -hmm. making it really, really evident that people like my kid can come in and feel safe and accepted. Like you are normalizing things that we need more of in this world. And so I think, you know, that is something that really affirmed for us that this was just necessary. This was just necessary to make sure, um, like I said, we thought everyone knew it was a safe place, but... No, we have to go out of our way to help people feel warm and welcomed, whoever they are and however they're going to show up. And in the service industry, we have a responsibility to do that more than anyone, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was there like a a specific moment as you launched those services that you were like, oh, God, we're on we're on to something right now and we're doing the right thing. And wow, are we so proud. Like, was there like a moment for for either of you? Brady? Um, Well, yeah, it doesn't really relate to what was happening in the salon space. It was hearsay in my community. And like, because of COVID and everything, I was finally stepping into like the queer scene, like socially around this time too. And to hear like, oh my God, they already knew who I was because they have seen that. You know what I mean? They're like, Mm. oh, Brady, like we know her, like she works at Tailored and just hearing like, I'm just like, what? Like, like, or like (laughs) getting stopped in the bathroom and being like, girl, what you're doing is amazing. And like all these like, you know, queens being like, girl, you know, like I was like, oh my God, like (laughs) I have like one trans client, but I'll take it, you know, at that time. So it was just super cool to hear like you know what felt small was making such a bigger impact than I could ever have thought it was like it's so cool you know it's I didn't think about it you know until you heard your own community being like girls period you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah that felt super special to get my community's respect I love that. Thank you for sharing so openly. I yeah. appreciate it. Um, yeah. I guess like my 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 other kind of two two three questions are maybe more like a piggybacking off um, 
someone's comment on your recent post, Brady, on Instagram, where someone was saying, how could I get this? Like, how can I bring the tailored salon trans experience into my salon? Like, how can I build a program like this in my um, in my business? And since you're both um, coming at it from a different perspective, I guess, like, what would you suggest? How, and like, maybe Laura, like from a business perspective, how, like, how does it work to run two service menus, like at the same, like concurrently, I guess? Um, and how would you go maybe about giving advice to, to building it out, Brady? Yeah, I mean, I guess loaded question. You know, first, know. yeah, <laughs> but it's a good one. And I think this question is to me the most important because if we're going to talk about doing important and good work, and you know, quote unquote, normalizing um, how to create these safe spaces, this is the work that it takes. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, for us, it really it took Brady. Right. Brady had to be brave enough to come to us and say that this was important to her to create. And then our job was to listen. Our job was to to genuinely listen to what it was that she had to say and meet her where she was and support her well in that. So what we've been working on now is, yeah, how do we duplicate this? Right. How do we make sure that um, it's not just at tailored? Like, this is the standard of our industry, Mm -hmm. and this is how you do it. And, you know, I think for us, it only felt like we could do it sort of well because we had Brady leading the charge in that. Um, But, you know, we are super proud of our marketing materials. We're super proud of the message that got shared. We, you know, the first thing that we, once all this got created, you know, we sent out packages to organizations in the community yeah. that we thought would would touch this community the soonest and the quickest and the easiest, and right. um, you know, just making it known that this was this was available. And so, you know, if if this is something that you're interested in, whether you're an owner or a stylist, it doesn't matter. You know, we we're we're here. Reach mm-hmm. out, like ask us questions. We love sharing the information that we have. Um, but ultimately, you know, I think for myself, my, my the best piece of advice I could give is just listen, mm-hmm. you know, listen to the community who needs you and be open to them. And I want to piggyback off that a little bit. It's like, even if you don't have someone that's trans or queer on your team, like you can still reach out. Like, I think that's even so much, it's like equally as important for you to reach out. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm, right. like, this is the new standard. This We're not going anywhere, you know, this community. And you should serve them well and with respect. And unfortunately, that has to be told, you know, and yeah. almost demanded, it feels. So I feel like, you know, putting that stamp on your salon is not only going to make your culture better, but it's going to just be, a, you know, a big movement. And it's all about respect in the end. Yeah. Well, and I think... I think too, you know, you asked about kind of like two menus running concurrently and I guess we don't see it that mm-hmm. way. Like this is just our menu. Right. This is who Tailored is. You know, we we offer haircutting services, hair color <laughs> services, and you know, this is just part of what it is that we offer. And so it's not hard in that way, right. really. Um, it's just an extension and an, and an expansion of what it is that we offer. I like that how you said that, Laura, because it's like the trans experience isn't separating us even more again. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this is bringing us together and this yep. is saying like all of our services are for literally everybody. We mean that. 
Yeah. For literally everybody. Thank you so much for clarifying that as well. Because I feel like that's something that could easily, you know, be, I guess, misconceived also in trying to replicate Mm -hmm. like something Mm -hmm. like that into another space. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important that you did mention that and make the made that like very clear. Like it's just it is what it is. Like it's part of our menu and that's period, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, I mean... I I cannot thank you enough for sharing all of this with me. I I really, really appreciate the openness, the vulnerability. Um, I think you are doing something fantastic. And um, I'm, I really, I'm, I'm proud to like be able to just put a megaphone Mm. onto this and, and share it out with the, with the world and with the, the Forest FM listener community. So thank you for joining me on the show today. I, I truly, truly appreciate it. Very grateful. Thank you for having us. Yeah, for we're sure. so appreciative for you just to take interest in it and to have this dialogue with us. And, you know, we certainly hope that this can continue to just bring awareness into our industry about the importance of genuinely loving and caring for every guest with mm-hmm. complete respect and inclusion of everyone. So thanks for having us. Of course, 100%. Um, I guess just before we uh, say the, the final goodbyes, I would love, like you said, people can reach out to you where, how, um, what's the best way, I guess, to do that? Oh boy, there's probably, I mean, Brady is, you know, she's the queen to reach out to. Um, <laughs> ta- tailoredsalon.com is our website. Um, our Instagram is tailoredsalonmke. Um, so we'd love to hear from you in any way. Um, yeah. Yes. And my Instagram is at Brady's beauty with an extra Y in beauty. So just feel free to shoot me a DM or reach out to Taylor. And if you have specific questions for me, you can ask them too, and they'll refer it to me. So it's no biggie. We just love collaboration. We love community, you know, connecting with more people, um, who, get excited and passionate about anything in the beauty industry really is exciting for us. But yeah, we would love to connect with anyone who wants to have more of this dialogue or needs Mm -hmm. any guidance or support. Um, we're here for it. So we're excited. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) You should be definitely. I think it's so important. And I'm, I'm really glad we were able to have like this, this important conversation. So thank you once again. And, um, I'm sure we'll be talking soon. So This is not a goodbye, it's just a see you later. Totally. If you're looking to further the discussion on creating gender-affirming and LGBTQ safer spaces, Laura and Brady are just a few clicks away, reachable on Instagram or by email, and the links are in the show notes. If you'd like to hear more from Brady, you can also check out her podcast called Queer Unfiltered, which she co-hosts with her dear friend and colleague Antonio DeQuisto. You can also find the link to that podcast in today's show notes. Otherwise, you can listen back to our recent rerun of the Forest FM episode featuring Kristen Rankin, founder of the Dress Code Project, and Lauren Wilde, owner of Rose and Onyx Hair Studio. The Dress Code Project is a global alliance of salons and barbershops committed to providing positive, gender-affirming services for LGBTQ2S plus clients. At Forest, we say yes to equality and no to hierarchy, and we show up tirelessly every day. Now and beyond Pride Month, here are some things we can all think about more. How to integrate consistent, ongoing advocacy, support queer and trans creators, clients, partners, implementing policies and processes to support queer and trans staff, or working with local organizations, communities, and causes, especially those led by Black, Indigenous, and BIPOC communities. 
Representation and support matters. It should be intentional, and it should also not be the final goal, rather a step in the right direction. Thanks for listening to Forest FM. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. As always, you can head over to forest.com forward slash FM to catch all the latest from the show and check out the links and resources mentioned throughout the episode. And if you've got any feedback, be sure to let us know. Send us an email at forestfm at forest.com. Brought to you by Forest Salon Software. Forest FM episodes air weekly, sharing inspiring stories from the salon floor and amplifying community voices all over the globe. In your salon, we're at the heart of it. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z, Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Great music makes great moments.